0: This is the Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, Managing Editor of Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys, including expert service providers. We're very pleased to have with us today expert service provider Dr. Janine McCartney of HHC Services Incorporated in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The company provides safety engineering consulting and expert witness services. The firm's Dr. Janine McCartney is a senior safety engineer and expert witness, a seasoned professional with over 25 years of experience in safety engineering. Her professional career has spanned 38 years, 25 years in safety, and 13 years in oil and gas and pipeline construction as an exploration geologist, vice president, and regulatory expert. Dr. McCartney started her professional work in 1979 in the oil and gas industry as a well site geologist and was one of the first women permitted to work in the field. She worked her way up from well site geologist to management and then to an expert. She has technical and historical knowledge in construction, telecommunications, utilities, manufacturing, food processing and distribution, oil and gas exploration and production, and property management. Dr. McCartney works on a day-to-day basis as a consultant and as an expert. And we're very pleased to have you with us today.
1: Thank you, John. I'm very glad to have the opportunity and pleased uh, to be able to help you with this topic.
0: And today's discussion is Attorneys Ghostwriting Expert Reports and the Impact on Liability Claims. And Dr. McCartney, uh, can you tell us, what is Attorney Ghostwriting of Expert Reports? And have you seen this in liability claims?
1: An attorney ghostwritten expert report is an expert report that an author, that it, that the attorney authors in whole or in part, and where the expert adopts and signs the report and presents the report as the author. In training courses they attended through seek and literature I've read, I've been made aware that attorneys ghostwrite expert reports, but personally thought the practice was contained to medical malpractice cases where the attorneys ghostwrite the reports for the physicians. Recently, though, I've discovered that the practice of attorney ghostwriting is more widespread and the practice has transcended to liability cases and to claims. Uh, I've seen the practice used in workplace accident cases, I've also been made aware through independent research about attorney ghostwriting expert reports. And a good court opinion for experts and for claims examiners to read is case number 13-11049, Pneumatics versus Rallis, from the United States District Court, the Eastern Division of Michigan, Southern Division, December 16, 2014. This opinion and order explains who wrote the ghost report, what was contained in the ghost report, why the expert signed the ghost written report, when the expert signed the report, and how the ghost written report was discovered. One of the reasons I approached Amvest about this podcast was to educate claims examiners and expert witnesses in the safety engineering and safety profession about ghostwritten writing of expert reports and how this practice should never be allowed by any expert and never tolerated by a claims examiner. Through a myriad of issues such as lack of time in preparing a thorough report, an expert witness may be caught in the trap and never understand the ramifications of signing a ghostwritten report. An expert witness as a gatekeeper must be impartial and never allow an attorney to entice them into signing their ghost-written report, period. Surprisingly enough, both plaintiff's lawyers and according to this Pneumatics versus Ballas case, defense lawyers prepare ghost-written reports for their experts to sign. The practice exists, and the expert may not know what to do if they're faced with an attorney asking them to sign a ghost-written report,
0: So, Dr. McCartney, what are some examples of ghost-written reports, and have you seen these in liability claims?
1: Certainly. Descriptions of sections of ghost-written reports were provided in an opinion in order of pneumatics versus balas, and I encourage the claims examiners and experts to find a copy of the order and read it in its entirety. In this particular case, the expert report of the defense liability expert did not analyze all the technical issues in the manner in which an expert would normally do so. The defense liability expert contained pictures, charts, and diagrams that were the same as the defendant's counsel's bailiff legal brief. According to the opinion issued in this case, the court stated that the defense liability expert ghostwritten report was actually a legal brief disguised as an expert disclosure. And just um, candidly, I have seen in the last uh, six months several reports that have crossed my desk that I've had questions with in liability claims as to whether or not they were ghost
0: So how do courts discover the attorney ghost reports and were these discovered in liability cases?
1: In the same case, the author of the Defense Liability Expert Report was discovered through deposition testimony. It was apparent by the experts' answers that they gave in deposition that they had difficulty in answering the questions about the report, that they did not know, um, they did not prepare the report. And it was also discovered that the Defense Liability Expert could not identify any portions of the report analysis or subject matter that had been removed or changed from the attorney's draft. So in effect in this particular case uh, this was a liability case. When analyzing the defendant's liabilities expert invoice for to counsel for the defense liabilities expert report, the expert spent only 15 to 20 hours on the case and that included attending meetings. That is something for a claims examiner uh, to note, that if they are paying the bills for an opposing expert's report, they should also take a look at the number of hours that that expert spent on the case. The court ruled in this case that the defendant's liability expert did not furnish a report of his own that even approximated his original work in the case. He could not apply the facts of the case to the principals, uh, it was ordered that the plaintiff's motion to strike portions of the testimony of the defense experts was granted. The court ordered that the defendant's liability expert may not testify as an expert witness in this case.
0: Dr. McCartney, is it unethical for the attorney and expert to engage in this behavior?
1: Uh, yes, it is. There's a citation to the Third Good Marshall Law Review, and it's Kleibanoff, K-L-E-B-A-N-O-F-S, 2015, Volume 40, uh, Section 31. Courts have imposed sanctions on attorneys for doing so, and the courts have condemned behavior.
0: Why do attorneys write expert reports when the expert is perfectly qualified to do so themselves?
1: Well, again, according to Klebinoff, ghostwriting allows the attorney to provide his or her own services at a lower cost. Ghostwriting provides more options in the scope of lawyer representation of a client. Some attorneys who ghostwrite documents act under the mistaken assumption that doing so relieves them of certain procedural and ethical obligations otherwise required by fully representing their clients. I recommend for an expert if they discover that in an, when they get an opposing expert report that that report fails to apply the facts of the case or that expert fails to apply the principles of the expert's discipline is only three to four pages in length, that the expert discuss this report with the attorney that retained them. To me, those are red flags when I see that in an expert report.
0: Dr. McCartney, why do experts allow the attorney to ghostwrite for them, and what are the ramifications for the expert in those cases?
1: Some of the motivations for an expert to allow the attorney to ghostwrite the report are lack of time to prepare the report, the insistence by the attorney for the expert to allow the ghostwriting, and the expert desires to preserve the relationship with the attorney the expert may be unaware that signing a ghostwritten report has devastating ramifications for them. Expert reports are not discoverable under Rule 26 in the federal court system. A ghost-written report is more difficult to discover and easier for an attorney to indict an expert to sign the ghost-written report. And then lastly, it's cost savings.
0: So what would a federal judge likely do to an expert if they found out that the report was ghostwritten?
1: We'll use the case of the pneumatics versus bailiff as an example. The expert's testimony was stricken. This could have devastating effects uh, on a claim because the attorney would then be left without an expert if the expert's testimony was stricken.
0: So what are the ramifications for the claim and case with a ghostwritten expert report?
1: Um, the attorney who wrote the ghostwritten report would left, be left without the, the expert. At the time of trial, their case would suffer. The claim would be negatively affected. It could be that the claim would, um, it, it would have no defense.
0: Dr. McCartney, can the expert be barred from testifying or performing expert work if they engage in attorney ghostwriting?
1: certainly. As in the pneumatics versus bailiff case, the expert's report was stricken. The expert was not permitted to testify in federal court. There may be ramifications for the expert in future cases. If a court orders that an expert may not testify in the present case, other attorneys may not hire that expert if they have prior rulings against them. Um, This also was seen when motions in lemony Um, and Daubert Challenge and Fry Challenges have been filed against an expert.
0: Dr. McCartney, is attorney ghostwriting unethical, and what is the authority declaring it unethical?
1: Attorney ghostwriting of experts report is unethical. The expert who allows and participates in this practice by signing the report they did not write is committing an unethical act. If discovered the expert faces actions from the court which may affect their future ability to act as an expert. Signing a ghost-written report is no different than that expert that plagiarizes a report from another expert. The plagiarizing expert's report may be stricken, and the plagiarizing expert may be barred from testifying. If the original expert discovers the bad acts of the plagiarizing expert, the original expert may also seek other legal actions against the plagiarizing expert. Uh, just in, um, in summary, it's easier for an expert to walk away from the case rather than to engage in that unethical practice. It's my experience that experts, unless they are educated about this practice, won't know what to do what ha- when it happens. The best thing that an expert can do is to consult their attorney for for advice and have an exit strategy for all cases in your retention agreement.
0: Dr. McCartney, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much, John, for the opportunity.
0: That was Dr. Janine McCartney of HHC Services Incorporated in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and special thanks to today's producer, Frank Bowenkel. And thank you all for joining us for the Insurance Law podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, go to our webpage, www.ambest.com slash claimsresource. If you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, and now this message. Best Insurance Professionals and Claims Resource is the top website for locating qualified professionals and need-to-know insurance information for the claims market, brought to you by AM Best, the world leader in insurance industry information. Visit ambestcom resource.